Hello guys, we're here with another podcast and this podcast is called Self-Love. It's still a part of our series. Married Couples with Vision. Before we say I do, let's have a vision. And we wanted to go into this new uh, portion of the series. But before we do, my name is Dylan, the husband of Marisha. And my name is Marisha and I am the wife of Dylan. And there we have it. You know, we had a very organic conversation about this topic. We were sitting down one day and we were just talking and discussing, you know, about certain things. And we stumbled across the conversation just out of what we were normally communicating on an everyday basis. And we realized that this is a conversation that actually needs to go on our, our podcast, our channel. So even though you may hear us laugh, you may hear us go through certain progressions, we do want to get across that this is very important for married couples as well as singles. And for the most part, I wanted to jump in before we get there and say that a lot of individuals, according to studies and what we've heard on numerous occasions, when they get in relationships or they get into marriage, they look for the other person to complete them, or at least they have the consciousness to look for that person to complete them. When in actuality, being single and preparing for that person is the best way to be complete for yourself. Right. Because you have to be self-sufficient and, and to in order to get in a relationship that is going to be sufficient <laughs> based upon two people. You have to be self-sufficient, which brings uh, a lot of uh, completeness to the marriage as whole. So without further ado, I want to start with asking my, my sweetie, what was your process when it came to self-love and your transition? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. In the beginning, as a child growing up, you know, with my mother and uh, pretty much like a single parent home. Um, of course, you know, she was in relationships, but you know, they weren't my, my father. So, and um, it was just very difficult for me. Um, one, you know, I would doubt myself, you know. Um, I didn't believe in myself too much as a little girl. Um, I just had different challenges, um, truly being confident and being okay with me, you know, um, I always had a strong mind, Mm -hmm. you know, but when it came to just really, truly believing in myself, uh, believing in my you know, I mean, feeling comfortable in my own skin. You know, like sometimes I would hear things like, as a little girl, I would hear people say, "I went." You know, it wasn't too much of my friends. It was just like certain family members. You know, they would say, "You too dark." Right. You know, they would say I was too dark, and I really believed that for you know very very long time. And when I go back and look at some of my pictures, I'm like, "What? I wasn't even that dark." Right. But it's the power of words. Right. You know, they can stick with you and. Mm-hmm. So I had that problem. And then um, as I got older, um, 
I could actually produce great work. Mm-hmm. Very gifted, very creative. But when I was done with that work, I would doubt it. Like, is it good enough? Because I would always try to compare my work at that time, you know, towards somebody else's work. Right. Like, you know, uh, for example, if I would see my friend, I would say, why my work don't look like that? Mm-hmm. And so it would just kind of make me doubt mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was great work already. It was great work. Right. But sometimes I would just doubt myself. I didn't really know if this was really great. Like, you you, you tend to you put a lot of pressure on yourself because you want others to validate you. You mm-hmm. want others to say, this work is great. Mm-hmm. That's you true. know, and I had that attitude at that time. I didn't know to say for myself, my work, my own work is great. Right. At that time, again, I just had the mindset of I would prefer you to say that my work is great. Right. Um, even when I entered into high school, my first year didn't look too good. But when I got, you know, uh, on track of things with my education, um, I remember making honor roll, mm-hmm. you know. From tenth grade, from tenth grade to twelfth grade, and I I just remember being so extremely proud and excited, you know, that I'm doing well mm-hmm. finally in my studies mm-hmm. in high school. But I still had that self-esteem issue because when I would take it home to my mother, she was like. Wow, you did great, you know. But my work, my hard work wasn't framed. Right. Right. That will that would actually do a lot of uh a lot of work on your mental um mm-hmm. capacity as far as you know, do, is that important to you? It was very important to me. Yeah. I didn't understand why my work wasn't hanging on the wall, right. but you know, um, but my sibling, who didn't, you know, who didn't get a chance to achieve those things, his work was, you know, hanging on the wall, but my work wasn't. So I didn't understand that. And that's not to knock her or anything like that, but that's kind of where things, you know, came right. from. So So when did you realize? When did I transition? When did you realize? that you needed to focus on learning how to love yourself? You know what? Mentors. Mm. Mentors. When when I first discovered the power of mentorship, and I'm talking about of genuine people, mm-hmm. selfless people, um, that were in my community created after school programs at my high school um, just really put a lot of work into young people mm-hmm. 
that's when I started to transition um, as far as my outlook on life. Right. It's when they started to put a lot of work into me and created a conversation. And it was kind of like based on trust. And it went from there. So I remember us having a conversation about, you know, one of your mentors, you've never heard this before, they called you a rock. You said for years you didn't understand what that meant. And I thought, you know, to myself when you explained it later on, that was kind of a building block to your self-esteem. How did that build you to where you are now? Because you, you, do, you do things totally different from where you were, you know, even when I met you, which is better. So what, what, what type of things that they do that helped you to develop that self-love for yourself that when you got into a relationship, it, you, weren't, you weren't dependent on that person to develop you. You were dependent, you are you were already self-sufficient and you're just coming into that relationship. They, they just gave me a start. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. they gave me a start. They showed me what love looks like. Okay. You know what I mean? Without mm-hmm. without the things. Okay. It wasn't a cover-up. Mm-hmm. It was, here I am, this is who I am, and, you know, and it was built on trust mm-hmm. and respect. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I saw, like, I won't ever forget him, and I, I love him, and I can't wait to find him again and really, really, truly... Um, turn around and just return the favor he would put time into me a lot of time a lot of quality time and he did that for all of us you know as young people um he put a lot of time into us he would take us places that we really didn't think of he just did a lot of you know a lot of great things and he you know I saw and I watched him do that same thing with his family so it wasn't like he was sacrificing his own for us. The same amount of love and time and respect that he put into his family, he put into us. Mm-hmm. And so that was my start. I started to look at that. And I deciphered the difference mm-hmm. from what I was seeing from home versus what this mentor was showing. Right. So, for me, I, you know, it wasn't a lot of work. It was just, that's it. That was the start. That was the foundation. And I kind of, you know, went from there. Right. So, I started doing things for myself. I started to... Develop what I wanted. So, let me ask you this, sweetie. What are some of the things that are your mantras that you live by? Your self-love mantras that, you know, that nothing moves you, I can't move you, nobody can move you. <laughs> well, one of the things <laughs> that you I, <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I do live by, and I say this, and I've been saying this, and mm-hmm. you know this. Yeah. If you can't say yes to you, but it's easy for you to say yes to others then that is a clear sign we have self-love issues. Mm. That, no, no, that's, that's good. That's accurate. That's true. Because think about it. Self-love means... Wow. Self-love means what? Love of self. Mm-hmm. 
And if you can't take a chance on you, Mm-mm. but you can take a chance on someone, someone else, else, you're basically putting yourself at the bottom. Right. You're not taking the time to value you. Mm. So you're valuing someone else, but but you can't see the value in you by putting you first. Right. Saying yes to you. Mm-hmm. So that's one of them. You know, the second thing I say, if you allow people to disrespect you, then you don't love you. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. A lot of times, a lot of times, just to go with that statement alone, there's been a lot of occasions where even myself when I was younger, I would think I'm taking the high road about something. Right. I'm not going to let anybody, you know, get to me, you know, emotionally or something like that. When it should have been the other way around. Mm-hmm. It should have been, now let me put that in check now because I value myself. Right. And because I value myself, I'm not going to let you devalue me by disrespecting me. So let me tell you that this, I don't go for that. And if, we, if we're going to have a relationship, then you're going to value me the way I value me. Right. And that is respect. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get that respect, then we can't be in a relationship. Right. That I love that. And I started working on myself at the age of 18. Mm. And, you know, I discovered that self-love is a way of thinking. It is. Love is a verb and so many people say it but they don't realize the action mm-hmm. that falls right behind that word love mm-hmm. love is a verb it requires action mm-hmm. so here's my thing the way I treat me okay mm-hmm. determines determines the way I treat you correct I make decisions from there right you know from that place in my mind that's how I make my decisions you know I've seen you do that multiple times <coughs> I've seen you um, take action on mm-hmm. certain things especially with the youth right you have a certain way you <laughs> you love them but when you hear something that attracts you to that child mm-hmm. don't even have to be a similar situation I see how you act on it quickly. Right. You don't wait. You don't ponder. You already acting on trying to fulfill and, and help that person to become better. But, I love that. But see, this is what I had to do for me first. Mm. Because I, I didn't personally, I didn't want to go into a relationship and put pressure on you. Right. To complete me. Right. I wanted to already be complete. Right. All I needed from you is for you to be my husband. Right. For you to provide what my needs were. Mm-hmm. You know, and vice versa. Vice versa. Right. For me to do the same for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just the free will to choose. Mm-hmm. The free will to choose what kind of family you envision. The free will to choose your friends, etc. That's why I say self-love is, you know, that word alone is so important. So you got all of that out of self-love. Because you just now mentioned how you have the free will to choose how you want your family to be. What I want it to look like. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
because you saw something in yourself and you loved yourself enough that you right. chose to, you said, I love myself enough to be able to build a family based upon the love that I have for myself. I want that to be exemplified in action in my mm-hmm. family and my relationship with my husband. Because I didn't, I didn't see it a hundred percent at home. Mm-hmm. And that's why we call this what? Vision. vision. Married couples with vision. Right. That's my vision. Mm. The free will to choose. Right. The free will to choose what kind of family I want. Mm-hmm. I make, like I said, I make decisions from there. Mm-hmm. I make decisions from that place, that way of thinking. Mm-hmm. The free will to choose what kind of friends I want. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, self love. And I will say this, self-love is wisdom. Wow. You know why? Can you repeat that again? <laughs> self-love is wisdom. Because it tells us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Wow. So I can't, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, if, I, if, right. I, if I can't love me, it's going to be difficult, difficult for me to say I love you right. if I don't even love myself. And don't even think about have, trying to have a relationship with anybody if you don't know how to do that. Right. That is smart. I, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. And I would say my last thing I would say, self-love is a principle. Mm-hmm. It works when you work it. That's my motivation. Mm. I'm loaded. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you, girl. You know, you know, I'm loaded. Like, I want right. others to be loaded. Right. I want women, men, men. to be very confident. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to love you. Right. Because when you make it okay to love you, then you can... It's, it's, it's okay and it's clear and it's genuine when you tell me you love me. Right. Because I, I will see it. Right. It's not things. It's not, you know, taking me out to a nice dinner. It's being thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I see a lot in that attitude when it comes to you. Like, you're very thoughtful. That's something that we worked on a right. lot. Like, you know, you can tell them about one of our house rules. Right. You know? We have a house rule. One of our house rules is... You know, a lot of people, it's, this is going to sound weird when I say it, but you know, a lot of people, they get married and they, you know, they get used to each other and they just break wind, you know, in front of each other. Now, a lot of people don't want to admit that, but in the privacy of your home, you break wind. Well, at the beginning of it, you know, you still have that nervousness there. We broke wind and we would run to the bathroom, <laughs> run to the bathroom, break wind. After a while, we got kind of tired of doing that. That's when we was married. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we would do that. And then after a while... We still to this day, if we if we can't hold it in a certain spot and we break wind, we immediately say, excuse me. And we say that out of respect because we don't want to become familiar with each other right. because we live with each other. And we do understand that there's going to be times we're going to see sides of each other that no one else sees. Well, let's still put some respect in that because right. we love each other. We're still working progress. Right. And that's, that's something I love about what we do and how we do it. Again, this is uh, that look, that may look different for every couple, but that's just one of the weird little things that, you know, some people they 
they take it, you know, loosely. We actually live based upon that because, you know, that could, after a while, it, could, it takes the value down if you don't look at it appropriately. Mm. And we look at that with high regard and respect that even as we're doing something like that, that is natural for the body to do, right. we still excuse ourselves. And that is something that we built into our relationship. That's not the only thing, but we did want to use that one because that's one that a lot of people <laughs> don't talk about, you know, but, uh, but that's just us and, and that's how we do it. I wanted to wrap this up and I want to go ahead and say that this is an important conversation. And we would like to hear from you singles and married couples, you know, reach out to us and tell us your story. And again, like my husband said, we want to wrap this up and I want to wrap this up with this quote. This quote says by an unknown person, it says, self-love is not selfish. You cannot truly love another until you know how to love yourself. That's beautiful. Again, this is Married Couple Vision. This is Married Couple Vision. (laughs) Before Before we we say say I do, do, let's have have a vision. vision. Until next time, love you guys. Peace out. Bye.